Yo, 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 what's up, what's up, what's up? It's the boy JBJR with Fruit of the Boom Podcast, and I got the big homie with me, Master Wiki. How you hey, doing, man? Hey, what's up, bud? How are you? Man, you got it, man. How you doing, brother? I'm doing well, man. I'm not I'm not complaining right now. I'm having a good time. Hell yeah, hell yeah, man. So you know, we recording on a uh, chilly Friday night, but you know, we uh, definitely getting some work in, getting everything done in the studio like we always do around this time. That's how you're supposed to do it. Right. So yes, sir, yes, sir. But uh, today we have a guest on Actually, we have one of our uh, 2017 winners of Fresh Produce, uh, another 2017 winner, and actually one of the recent competitors of the Big Beat Battle that we had at towards the beginning of 2018, the first weekend, as a matter of fact. Uh, dude is hella talented, hella eclectic with his work, and definitely a fan of his stuff. Every time he comes through on the Beat Battle scene, it's the homie Corey Grimberg. How can I help you, man? How are you doing? Yo! <laughs> Yo! What up? How you the doing? The fuck is good, man. I, I'm good, man. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm trying to work with this with this audio delay. I don't know how much a delay there is for you guys. <laughs> There's none. Me, it's perfect. <laughs> That's what's up, man. But thank P- you so perfect. much. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, thank you so much again, man, for coming on the show, man. You know, truly do appreciate it, man. We wanted to definitely have you on, so we want you to go ahead and try to, you know, get you interviewed, man, and get the word out there about you, man, because you're definitely a super talented dude, man. We definitely want to make sure you get to shine. You definitely, definitely deserve <laughs> Oh, man, you're so nice. Thank you, man. Yeah, wow. Most I don't good. know what to say. You guys are great. You guys are the best. This appreciate it. Appreciate that. So, Matt's going to run down, like, real quick the whole how the show works. So. Yeah, so if anybody hasn't checked it out before, you know, there's this Fruit of the Boom podcast. It's a, kind of a thing we do it tied in with Fresh Produce, which is all about producers. So this is our podcast all about producers, DJs, engineers, you know, the people behind the scenes that uh, make the uh, music industry work for uh, for everybody listening. Um, and so this is just a little taste, you know, of what's going on uh, on our end of the world. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and we have our friends on. And and, uh, you know, cats like Corey Grinberg, Corey Grinberg, you know, they get it in. Hey, That's man. right. I do. <laughs> I do get it in. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And matter of fact, we are about to get into it right now, as a matter of fact. So just like I told oh, you uh, right before we started, we keep it natural, keep it simple, keep it free form. That's how we roll. So uh, going to go ahead and go ahead and get it started. Uh, so first question with everyone else. How did you get into music production? Mm-hmm. How did I get into music? Um, started pretty young for me when I was probably in the fifth grade in elementary school. Okay. Um, my homie, his name was Jimmy. His dad was a guitar player, and so he had a bunch of instruments lying around. I go over to Jimmy's house to play with Jimmy, and then one day I was like, "Oh, you got a guitar? This is pretty cool. Let me play with this." And I was like, enamored upon nice. like. Upon first putting my fingers on the guitar, I was like, yo, this is dope. Like, this is my shit. Like, I'm about to be fucking music's my shit from here on out. Like, I knew it. Like, so then, you know, um, got an electric guitar. It's kind of what I started on um, and just started learning tunes, man. I started out listening to a bunch of like, like uh, early 2000s new metal shit. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. Like like Incubus and P.O.D. and like <laughs> uh, was really into Rage Against the Machine. Okay. Um, so I, I learned like every single song that I could on guitar, and that was dope. And uh, yeah, I guess that's how I got started. I know. And then you know, after doing that for a few years, you know, I was always on the computer a lot, just messing around playing hella video games and shit. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, let me get some, uh, let me get some music creation software. Like, I wonder what's out there. And uh, Fruity Loops ended be ended up being the first thing I stumbled across. Nice. Um, yeah, I got the wild, uh, you know, illegally downloaded cracked version. <laughs> you know, like, and I, you know, it was on from there. I, I wasn't even like saving projects because I, I had the demo. At first, I had the demo. Before <laughs> right. I cracked it, so I was like, I'd like make a beat, and I'd have to export it. And I'd be like, well, I guess this one's done. Like, I can't go back to it. Like, I can't save. <laughs> That's so it was, funny. It was fun. There you go, man. That's um, the way to do it. So, yeah. so, so you know, ever since then. Okay, cool. So yeah. let me ask you this: Are you still using FL as of right now, <laughs> or did you graduate to something else? Um, I'm still using FL right now, man. I love FL. Um. I just know at this point I know it so well and I'm so comfortable in it. Um, you know, I Why just stick with it. But else? 
Well, you know, but I, I did use Ableton over the weekend, and it was okay. very intriguing. Ooh. Ableton Live, and uh, I, yeah, it's pretty dope, man. I think I think I want to experiment in that uh, as a learning experience, you know, to nice. kind of just see how some of these other workstations function, you know. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. So let me ask you this: Do you use any equipment, like any keyboards, drum machines, anything like that, with it, or are you strictly just a keyboard and mouse guy? Um, I use a MIDI keyboard when I can. Um, I have like a real shitty microphone that I sometimes will record like, you know, stuff into. Nice. But I, I, honestly, most of what I do is just is pretty much on just the keyboard and mouse. Okay. Definitely the mouse. I'm a mouse. I'm a mouse man for sure, man. Nice. I need a mouse. Hey, so when you're uh, making beats, yeah. are you making them in uh, headphones or are you using speakers? I try to do both. You know what I'm saying? If I'm on the go, I'll definitely use headphones. Um, and I love to mix in headphones and do cool stuff with the panning, but yeah, uh, it's very it's very necessary to hear things in speakers to hear how they bump. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially if you're making like some, if you're making a rap beat, shit needs to go hard. You got to hear it in speakers. You know, you got to feel <laughs> the bass and the kick. And that's what's up, man. Like, so, you know what I'm saying? Hell yeah, man. So, uh, that's no, that's I'm definitely hearing like you know just the style of music that you have, man. You know, and like well, what you're doing, like what? How would you describe your style? Because like you know, we've heard you come through the beat battle and stuff we have now. I always was curious, like how do you define like your production style? Like what would you call it? Would you call it rap? Or oh, would you call man. it something different? Oh, oh, oh man i don't know man I, I this is something i've struggled with my whole life man uh it's it's very rap influenced it's very hip-hop influenced but uh i think there's a lot of elements of uh, electronic music um i don't know what i'd call it <laughs> that's the thing what would what would you guys call it because i fucking don't know what to call it oh, man. i've never known beats like... man i f- i feel like it's uh <laughs> you know all original badassery uh unfuckwittable uh kick-ass shit i don't i don't know i like i don't think i would put a, like uh i don't know that it fits in like any one genre i feel like it, mm-hmm. it spreads in and, and pulls from different things yeah it's the same thing it's kind of like i yeah. don't know it's just it doesn't have a name it's just it's you. It's the it's the Corey Granberry style. And we, you know what? <laughs> Let's add, you know what? And this has been an uh, ongoing joke in between. You know, fresh produce, fruit of room, and with oh, you for the I longest you, time. I already know what you gonna say. So your name, mm-hmm. Corey Granberry. It's actually it, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> So what? <laughs> so what do you? So what do you rather go by, Corey Grinberg or Corey Grinberg? Because we heard both. Uh, and so what do you so, actually prefer? What do I prefer? Yeah, I really don't prefer anything, man. I really I explained this to motherfucking DJ who I don't I don't care. Um, I guess you could call me Grinberg. The story behind it is originally my name is pronounced Grinberg. So that yeah, is pronounced that's like Grinberg. How the family okay. it. Technically, it's pronounced Grinberg, but since uh, you know doing music and stuff, people started calling me Grinberg <laughs> because they, they they read my name and they assume it's Grinberg. But I can't fault them for that. That makes sense. Uh, um, I stopped correcting people though, man. I I don't really have a preference. I love it. I, I would prefer I prefer that you use the one you prefer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, oh man! Shit. Yeah, I'm gonna call you Corey uh, Grinsberg. Grinsberg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can do that. I'll be okay with that. Man. Uh, that's funny. Hey, so you're uh, you play the stand up uh, the upright bass, right? I do. Yes. So can you like kind of fill us in like how you fell into that and like uh, didn't you maybe play that for school and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... You know, like I was saying, I learned how to play guitar and stuff, and I got a bass. I got an electric bass, and I was I was into playing that as well. Um, and then once it was time to go to high school, I had started learning like jazz guitar and stuff with my teacher yeah. because I learned all a bunch of other stuff. He was like, I guess I'm. He was like, at this point, you're ready to learn like the next level of harmony mm-hmm. and music and stuff, which would be jazz. And I was like, all right, cool. 
And then when I was about to be a freshman in high school, I was trying to join the jazz band and I was like, well, I don't really want to play jazz guitar. Jazz bass seems like more fun. So basically through choosing to play jazz bass in high school, I ended up doing that for college and like getting a good scholarship to go to Northwestern and shit. Damn. Damn. That's what's up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on a music scholarship. It was it was pretty dope. Um but yeah, man, I played a bunch of jazz, bunch of upright bass, man. Like That's crazy. I don't even really do it anymore. That's why it's crazy. Ah, uh, that's wild. Why don't you do it anymore? Oh, man. Uh, I mean, to be honest, like I just like don't really fuck with jazz that much. Man. Hey. Like, oh, I'd just Oh no 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 no! No, I think that's great. I think that's great. It's not negative to me. (laughs) No no no, jazz is tight. I I I love it and appreciate it. Like I genuinely do. But Mm -hmm. you know, when it comes to what I'm going to spend my time doing, I'd rather do like beats and electronic shit. Good. You know, that's I just vibe with that style more. So, um, no, I'm not hating on jazz. Jazz is the shit. But you know, I'd rather make beats. Pretty much. Hell yeah, man. I feel you. Different strokes for different folks, man. That's how I be. Yeah, shit. So let me ask you this, man. So, um, like, no, like I mentioned earlier, you know, you definitely been competitive in fresh produce, and you've been a former champion as well. So, what, what we yeah. want to know, and let the people would like to know, is how did you um, hear about fresh produce and the beat battle scene in general? And once you explain that, just give us your feedback. Just let us know, like, your thoughts and opinions on, like, just the what you notice about fresh produce and just the beat battle scene in general here in St. Louis. Beat battle scene in St. Louis. Well, let's see. I can't. I'm trying to remember how I heard about fresh produce. I think it was from. It was from what's his face, DJ Who, <laughs> Sean Bartle, or however your I don't know how your viewers know him, or listeners shit, listeners know him as, yeah. but um, he he hit me up on Facebook. Uh, he sent me a message and he was like, I don't know, like hey, heard about your stuff, so you're saying that's come a to great these DJ Who. Okay, I don't. <laughs> I don't know how he heard my shit, but somehow he heard it and uh, found out I was in St. Louis and he invited me to do it. Shout nice. out to him for being the wild, like, he's like the wild connector. Yeah, you know that's his life, bro. Let me tell you, all that that dude is, does is connect people, man. He is the most connected dude. Yeah. He is the connect, like, for me. It's crazy. Yeah. He He's good at connecting people. I'm like, damn. I trace all that's my tight. career down to um, one day when I met DJ Who for the first time at a beat battle in 2008 or seven or something like that. And uh, everybody that like, it's either like half of half of what I do is connected to that day and everybody I met through him at that battle. Uh, and thanks to Ben Bounce. Ben Bounce brought me into the battles and met me. Like mm-hmm. He showed me who DJ Who was and everything like that. But, but DJ Who, the rest of that. That dude's connected. <laughs> no, and you know what? I know you're not lying about yeah. that. Yeah. And I know you're not lying because it's the same thing with me. What happened in 2009, only instead of being balanced, it was trifecta for me. Nice. So, and same thing. I met him. I was like, I've been part of the scene ever since. So, yep. it's like, so I know for Corey, like he just explained to us, he uh, reached out to him. Right. So, which is, that's a dope thing in its own right. <laughs> I know, son. I know. I know. He hit me up and was like, yo, come do this beat battle. And I was like, yeah, fuck it. Of course. Like, oh, yeah. I'd already been, I'd already been living in St. Louis for like a year and six months or something. And I was, I, I don't know. I hadn't really gotten out to the scene at all. And he basically invited me into it. And, uh, okay. you know, I started doing the battles monthly and shit. And it was dope. Hell yeah. I think Fresh Produce is tight as fuck. I think you guys fucking. Do a great job, man. Really, <laughs> you really do. Thanks, so, man. I've been to, I've been to other beat battles, and you guys, you know, you, you do a good job, and I, I respect it. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you, man. Um, appreciate as far you, as the buddy. In St. Louis goes. I don't know. Are there other beat battles in St. Louis? Or there like, are. We have a uh, beat bangers like boogie happens like, uh, every year or so. Uh, it's just the one the thing. Homes. We do Slum Fest uh, with uh, Fresh Produce. Now we're going to be doing it again here this year. Um, oh, but other than that, I mean, we usually only have like national tour stuff that comes through. I don't believe that there's any other like, well, like EI does a right. beat battle within the school, I guess. But right. I don't know too much else. And then maybe I stand to come. Not this year, but I don't think. But maybe like every once in a while, I stand and might like fly through here for yeah. the showcase. I'm like, I stand true. Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, so yes, sir, yes, sir. Hey, man. So tell us about some of your credits, man. I know you've worked with my man Prof, right? Yeah, yo. Oh, shit. That's so funny that you know Prof, dude. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, man. Of Prof. No, 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 you don't personally. You know, or you know someone who knows him or something. Right? Yeah, no. Well, so I fuck with Indie Ground, and Indie Ground's done uh, tours with uh, Stop House, or yeah, Stop House, right? Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah. And and so like that, yeah, that like uh, a couple of my homies are in videos with him and shit like that. Uh, you know, it just is what it is. <laughs> Midwest Dude, that's shit. Tight. Yeah. Midwest shit. That's right. Um, yeah, I forget how I linked up with Prof, but um, you know, I'm from Minneapolis. I grew up in Minneapolis, and he, okay. Prof's from Minneapolis. Fucking Stop House is based in Minneapolis. Um, I'm trying to think about how I heard about him, but I was probably in I was in college when that happened. He hit me up, wanted some beats. I sent him some beats. He fucking killed him. Nice. One of his like, yo, there's this one Prof song that's like mad real and like emotional and shit. Uh-huh. He's one of his few like super real emotional songs and i it was over one of my beats and i was like hell I was yeah hype about that shit man. that's what's nice. up dude we brought that out of him yeah dude i i did shout out to that dude fuck <laughs> hell yeah but uh let me think other credits you know what i'm saying uh fuck i did some shit with um pos on his nice. last album oh shit okay the yeah, the from Doomtree, Minneapolis rapper. Yeah. Um, I'm still with Mike McLon, who's also on Doomtree. I produced a bunch of tracks yeah. on um, his album, Hella For Real. Goddamn. Nice. I did a... Uh, um, I had a beat on Saba, Chicago rapper Saba's last project. Okay, nice. Project. Um, some of the stuff is with my uh, my production homie, Dylan Frank. We're, in, uh, we're a group called Chad. <laughs> Shout out Chad, you know what I'm saying? I got it. Sure, I mentioned Chad in there. Chad. Um. And then I did a fucking yo. This was wild. I did a. Or me and Dylan did music for a Sony commercial. Nice. Really. For like a a, a phone, a, a Xperia, <laughs> fucking phone that they had. Tight. Nice. It was um. It was crazy. Yeah, they just they wanted a they wanted something with Saba on it, and he used one of our beats, and it ended up being like in the commercial and shit. It's just wild. It, licensing shit is really weird. Yeah, can you tell you us like how you connect some of these, um, you know, different uh, either artists or the uh, licensing that you're doing? How does that work out usually for you? Um, most of the shit that we've done. Um, it's all through my manager, okay. Robbie. Um, he's pretty much linked us up with a lot of rappers in Chicago. Um, I met him initially. Uh, I moved to Chicago after I finished college. I moved into the city, and okay. we did a remix for an artist that he manages. We took one of her. It was one. Of, her name's Erin Allen Kane. She's a singer. We took one of her songs that had uh, like no drums on it. We basically remixed it. We put a bunch of drums on it. Did a bunch of cool stuff. We're like, all right, this is tight. And we sent it to her and her manager heard it. And he was like, yo, this is dope as fuck. You guys are dope. Let's link up. Like, um, let's work together. I'll manage you guys. Nice. So that's how I ended up uh, meeting him. Okay. Um, and through there, he's gotten me a lot of the licensing things because he will, I don't know all about how it works, but he'll get hit up um, from various people asking for music. You know, like we need music that sounds like this for a commercial. Do you have anything type shit? And right, right, right. He'll let he'll let us know, and we'll either send stuff that we already had that might fit the vibe they're looking for, or you know, sometimes we'll try to custom make something for some shit. We tried to make a. We had Coke Zero. Coke Zero had a commercial that they needed music for, hmm. and we did a. Uh, we spent like all this time making this song for this commercial. And the shit, like, they just didn't use it. <laughs> like, oh, wow. they were just like, oh, yeah, we want something else. That's one of the things about licensing. If they have you make custom stuff, like, you got to try to negotiate it so that they, like, pay you for every time they ask you to redo something. Yeah. Or, like, pay you to make sure you're, if they're, to, like, confirm that they're going to use your shit. Because it can be a very, like, hit or miss game. Or a, a crapshoot, if you will. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, um, you know, that's, I guess that's just a few stories about licensing and shit yeah that's dope man yeah, i don't know 
Have you ever been uh, like a performance artist at all? Like other than playing in jazz bands, like have you ever like gone out and like uh, done anything with a, a particular MC uh, that that you're working with, or do you like play in uh, like? Do, do, I, I guess when you won, didn't did you DJ at the uh, the Link Up, right? I did. I did. I DJ at the Link Up. Um, no, low key, that was like my first time ever performing as like a DJ. As like myself, yeah. I guess Corey Grimberg. So that was cool. Um, not a whole lot, man. A lot of the stuff I do is behind the scenes. Um, you know, making That's tracks and working with people. I haven't haven't yet transitioned into doing like a live set, but um, I think it's it's inevitable. You know what I mean? I think right. Happen sooner or later. Oh, I bet I bet you fucking murder that shit, man. Hey, can you tell us a little bit about like so uh, in the uh, in the um, sample round that you participated in? I think you knocked everybody's socks off the most because you made your whole beat just from the sample that was provided. Can you tell us like a little bit of like your process on that shit, or like what maybe when you're going through that beat, like what inspires you to go all the way through with that? Um. Yeah, man. Uh, well, for that it was like you know it was the sample challenge, and I figured like. I, it'd be fun to take it to the next level and uh, like you said try to make a beat using entirely samples from the song yeah so any any kick that I used any snare that I used um, I would have to kind of build from scratch or like you know try to find a sound from the sample that Matt worked as a snare or like try to EQ stuff sure um, it kind of just it was a way to test my abilities with Fruity Loops, you know what I mean? Like, Ooh. to test my abilities to to stack things, to layer things, to uh, EQ, compress, distort, f- um, put phaser on, chorus. Yeah. Um, so essentially, I just I sampled and resampled sounds so many times that you end up with sounds that sound completely different, but, you know, they did originally come from the sample. Um, That's awesome. So I kind of built, I built this little library of wave files like little tiny samples that I had made or, or resampled, and mm-hmm. um, basically I just worked out of this library to make the beat. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, it's fun, man. I don't know. <laughs> I'm telling you, I want to say to all my producers out there, um, dude, Fruity Loops, the piano roll in Fruity Loops is one of the dopest. It's probably the dopest feature about of it. Fruity Loops. Talk about it. Talk about it. You. <laughs> this shit is is fucking incredible, man. Here, let me hold on. Let me let me open this up real quick. Basically, like the things you can do in here is so crazy. You put in the MIDI notes, right? Um, and it's like, first of all, you can do sixteen different colors of MIDI notes, which is like maybe that's a standard <laughs> thing, but it's very convenient. And then you can like you can stretch uh, and bend notes. Like there's a slide function, and you can slide chords, and you can slide one note to the next note. Mm. Um, but what I love about the slide function is not only does it you know slide from one note to the other, it can also control uh, pan, velocity, uh, filter cutoff, filter resonance, and fine pitch. So like, it's like <laughs> I don't know. It, there's taking all those different tools and combining them like you can do some really creative things with sound you know and there is once you learn all the shortcuts and all the hotkeys too and if you use a mouse oh my god dude it, it's so easy to just do really crazy shit um and so and that's another thing if i go ahead and i know you're not lying about that what? and i know you're not lying about that because i use fl myself since i was like 18 i'm like 30 now <laughs> and <laughs> and, I, and I can tell you right now, me being a keyboard mouse user myself for the majority of my time, I can 100% testify to everything Corey's saying. I really can. <laughs> yeah, but you know it ain't real beats if you're you like, playing it in on the pads, though. You know what I mean? Oh, I got my pads. I got pads Ah, man, machine over here, man. I'm just, like, a- you know. Here's something interesting, yo. There was an interview with Timbaland on like the, I think it was the Breakfast Club, like one or two years ago. Uh huh. And they were like, "What do you?" Th-? I think it was with Ebro, you know, Ebro. They were like, he was like, "What do you think of like all these new producers?" Like, and Timbaland was like, "Oh man, I mean, they ain't really producers. They ain't really beat makers. They're programmers." Hey. <laughs> And like it was weird. He wasn't. He didn't mean that as a diss, but he like he thought there was something different. He's like, music is different now. Like he was. Impl- I don't know what he was implying, but I thought that was an interesting take from like a legend in the game. You know, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if I agree with that, but it's interesting. Yeah, no, totally. I think, you know, different people see it from different views. I think that's why Fruity Loops really gets the hate that it does is because it, it came out and saw all these cats that had invested thousands and thousands of dollars into their equipment and, like, their craft building and, like, got to get all the connections. I got to figure out how to hook all this shit together. And then all these kids come along right. and they, like, didn't invest anything and they get to make beats that sound pretty fucking good on a computer. Uh, I think that's why a lot of people got real salty, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure, for sure. The 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 the, te- the development and technology uh, leveled the playing field a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, which I, I is uh, you know, I would agree with you on it. Makes it it's so it's so easy to make beats nowadays, dog. It's fucking ah. great. You can download this shit so like if you try, you can download this shit. You can make some shit like so easily. Like I don't know, it's it's interesting, right? It's, it's changed. Uh, it's changed the playing field. There's so many more people now making music, and there's so many more people who may have not been able to make music before are able to make it. Uh, so it's kind of cool. You end up with more music. Um, Which is good overall, and bad, you know what I mean? Bad. Yeah, you know, there's always going to be whack music and dope music. Yeah, I feel like the only thing I'm, I get concerned about is that it gets homogenized where everybody hears the same shit, and it's like an echo chamber, and that's what people get used to and what they want to hear, and so then they keep producing... Um, similar shit over and over and over and over and over again. Um, right, right, right. That that's Dude, what I fear I with the uh, with the uh, ability for everybody to get on it now. The the inst- there's just a lot of the same stuff gets produced, which is is all right. I'm not hating, but it, it, like when I right. listen to different music that's more um, you know not just stuck in one and five, uh, that is a little funner. Right. No, I agree. <laughs> right. Wow. Totally, man. It's uh, um, yo, trap music, man. It's a whole. That's what I'm saying. It's with trap shit. It's like the trap drums have created this new framework to work within. I feel like, yeah. And so, shit does sound super homogenized. Um, I mean, I think I'm mostly talking about rap here, but um, yeah, shit does end up being kind of yeah more homogenized. Um, but it's interesting because it creates it's like within this trap framework of drums it's like how can you take that framework and put your own style on it right totally put your own spin on it pretty much this is um, but i don't know is. i feel you man i mean i mean, think about it like this i mean the way i've seen it was trap now is more or less what three six mafia that's the new version what three six mafia did over 25 years ago right you know? yeah, that's really, all, that's yeah. really all it is to me that's all it is absolutely yeah. Yeah. i agree <laughs> for real Yo, it's so funny, yo. Some of this new rap shit, dog. Um, I was listening to this new guy, Ski Mask, the Slump God, uh-huh. and his music is dope. But I'm listening to this shit, and I'm like, yo, this is just Three Six Mafia, man. Like, yeah. this is literally like an, an updated version of Three Six Mafia with like newer <laughs> drums and synths and stuff. It's like the same shit. It's like so funny how. Uh, they were just so fucking ahead of their time. Right? Hey, it's they him them and Eminem are like the only two people I think in history who has like an Oscar for something in rap. Woo. I think yeah, so. dude. That's dude, it. dude. Hustle and flow dog, yo. Hell yeah. They got a f- dude, three six mafia won a fucking Oscar. That's so fucking funny and tight. Like I'm so happy. That makes me so happy. For a song <laughs> called It's Hard Out Here for a Pimp. Right? Right, dude. Yeah, dude. Oh my god. So, hey, what are some of your influences as far as producers? Like, what are, what are some of your favorite producers? Um. Well, off top, um, Timbaland of the Neptunes, uh-huh. a huge influence. Um, I went through a real, like, a real intense Timbaland and Neptunes phase earlier in my life like downloaded every single thing they produced type shit um and then lex luger was a big influence when flaccavelli dropped in 2010 okay um yeah i got really into that shit and uh just kind of the trap sounds i guess yeah um other than that i mean i'm into some shit like philip glass hey on some like other classical shit He's fucking dope. I'm into Boy Wanda. Boy Wanda is really tight, and I really admire his drums. Fuck yeah, Drake. Uh, Drake's man. producer. Yeah, Drake's producer. Yeah. Hell yeah. All of uh, all all of Drake's hottest shit, in my opinion, had Boy Wanda on the beat or involved <laughs> in the beat. 
I can agree with that. I, I can agree with that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, right? Um, you know, other shit like, uh, I guess, man, I don't fucking know, man. Um, some Southern rap shit, like some shoddy red. Yeah. Or some nice. like. So what inspires this uh, like off kilter style that you've got? You know what I mean, like the shit that's like uh, like it doesn't feel like it uh, moves smoothly, but it never moves anything but groovy. <laughs> right, <laughs> dude. That I don't really know. That shit is like me not knowing what to do when I'm making a song, so I end up just doing everything, and then you end up with a song where it's just like it's so many fucking things happening in the song uh i don't know man I, that's just me bro like i when i sit down and make music like if i don't set out to make a particular style i will end up making that or something that sounds like that uh-huh um i don't know i think i just you know it's probably a result of music school and having a super musical mind so i kind of just like I don't know go crazy and fill every yeah space. no i feel you on that just um, kind of like putting your flair on every little bit of it i guess huh yeah every little rhythm every little thing like that um, i don't know yeah I'm, i feel like it's just a phase though. i'm kind of trying to not make beats like that anymore <laughs> for or at least for a while because it's too much man it's too it's i mean you're never gonna get a rapper on that shit first of all and second of all like it's like it's kind of like uh exhausting to listen to Ooh. it's like oh my god but that that's just me though i don't know oh um, wow but i don't know where that style came from man i just fucking that's just me i guess I so you drop uh, like. albums of your own material right you've got beat tapes and different things like that uh yeah here and there a lot of singles on soundcloud i dropped the ep last year just instrumentals yeah nice. that's about it was uh kind of what i mean i remember we kind of met you and then and you dropped this record like right after that that was pretty tight to me yeah i think or or i may have dropped before i met you guys i don't know but uh, yeah you know maybe not maybe i don't know maybe i got it all wrong can you tell us it about that record though this is fucking Tell us about what? Tell us about that uh, that EP that you dropped. Oh, it's called Uma. It's fucking... It's five songs. You know what I'm saying? Self-released. No label. Yeah. Fucking... It's on SoundCloud. Bandclamp. Bandclamp. Uh, <laughs> right. But fucking Bandclamp. Clamp. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I needed to drop something, man. So I was like, all right, let me just put together this EP. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? Um, of my best shit at the time. That's awesome. Nice. Uh, you know. So let me ask you this. Try to. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go Um. I don't remember what I was gonna say, man. Fuck it, you got it. Uh. Oh no, no! All I was really gonna say was, uh, who does Corey Grindberg see himself working with in the future, or who does he want to work with in the future? I mean, all right. First of all, I'm 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 I'm, I'm switching the game up on him. Uh, I'm making I'm trying to make rap beats now. I'm trying okay. to make shit that actually has space in it and people can actually rap on. Mm -hmm. Um. Who am I going to work with? Probably no one that... You know what? I think I'm probably not going to work with many people that I know. I'll probably meet a lot of people and work with them. So I don't know who I'm going to work with, but I'm definitely going to work with people. If I had a list of people who I would, like, ideally work with, like, famous people, I would want to fuck with, like, um, maybe some of these new guys. Like I was saying earlier, Ski Mask, the Slump God. Or, like, I would like to get 21 Savage on a beat. Okay. Or fucking... I don't know. You know, I'd, I'd want to say like Kendrick or something, but I don't know if Kendrick would sound good over my shit. Like, you know, he but he's he's super fucking dope. Or like Drake, I love to work with Drake, dog. But like, Drake ain't gonna rap on my beats, dog. Like, I don't think my shit is his style. Man, look, I heard Drake but, rap on some other shit. So, yeah, trust, I think you could get a Kendrick. Could that, Kendrick would be good on your shit. I think Kendrick could fucking flow your shit real nice. Yeah, Kendrick's pretty fucking versatile, man. His, his flow is pretty adaptable, actually. I think he could probably find the pocket and fucking rip on that shit. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, so what's your favorite stuff to sample from, man? Um, 
Damn, I haven't sampled in a minute, man. Um, oh, really? For real? I used. Ah, yeah. I'm sorry, Matt. I'm really sorry, man. Oh God, please. Please let me keep being on the podcast. Oh, man. no, Don't it's not even like episode. that. So, like, the stuff that's playing, like, right now, this isn't, like, a sample. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you, man. Yeah, yeah, no, none of this shit. Well, there's, like, a little... I'll take, like, little tiny bits of samples here and there, like... You know what I'm saying? I'll sample, like, birds outside from some shit on the internet or, like, a construction site, like, cranes and shit, or, like... Um... I'll use my microphone and record like pots and pans and shit from the kitchen or like yeah. I'll record even me like hitting things near my desk. Um, I'll sample like there's a sample of Beyonce in this song. That vocal hit is, is her from one of her songs. So I'll take little tiny sections of like um, other songs people have dropped her new songs. But mm. I kind of got back on the sampling for fear of copyright infringement. Sure. I can totally but, understand, uh, man. I feel like this shit's got seen. Especially, yo. But that's okay, I guess. I mean, <laughs> a lot of it's from like random sample packs and shit. Like, oh, dude, uh, nine times out of ten, they're just, trying to I've, I've amassed. You What'd you say? The nine time, yeah, nine the times sample packs? Yeah, nine times out of ten, if you get a sample pack, man, it's going to be like royalty-free. I cannot say it. Royalty-free. So, oh, it yeah. should be. Yeah, it should be. So, oh, no, no. Yeah. For sure. I'd see, okay. Okay, I sample, but the sampling I do is like, like I was saying, sample packs and shit, like random shit. I don't sample in the sense of like taking like a loop from a, a song from an gotcha. old record or some shit. Like, sure, gotcha. So um, that that's uh, I feel you in what you're saying on that, but yeah, I still feel like when you're getting anything in there, you're, you're whatever. But uh, yeah, I feel you not on flipping uh, just loops. That's cool. Yeah, and that's in that sense, yeah, I'm totally sampling. I'm sampling lots of crazy uh, audio files and shit. I've like amassed this enormous library of sounds over the years that I kind of just dig into and just you know find random shit from. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, with with the licensing and shit, that's why I kind of stray away from like using old drum loops or like old instrument loops from like old songs. Because if you send a song to use in licensing and like if there's a sample in it, they will flip the fuck out and like blackball you. Oh it's no! Crazy. Oh, wow. Like you're not supposed to you're not supposed to like use a sample from a copyrighted song in any licensing shit. So I don't know. It, that's kind of affected my creative process a little bit. I kind of try to stay uh, stray away from fucking. Uh, sampling in a traditional sense. Yeah. You know. I used <laughs> no, to do it a lot more. Oh no, I can totally understand. <laughs> no, I totally get it, man. I mean, I'm I, I'm a sampler here saying this, man. Like, you know, that's why even I had to go back to all some original shit every now and then because solely because of that. Like if I'm gonna send my shit to like TV or radio or film or even podcasting, you know, I right. know. I know I'm probably gonna have to just slow down on it. And I mean, my roots aren't sampling. My roots are like three, six mafia type ish. So it's just like I can really okay. go back to that if I need to. But now I feel you what you're saying, though. I do. Oh, your roots are three, six mafia shit. Hey. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Like trap shit, like trap shit and shit like this. Like how I started making Fruit Loops at first. Like I started on, because uh, I'm being three, six fan all my life. So I mean, hearing three, six shit is like how I kind of started. Then I graduated to like Dilla S shit and that's you know and everything where I'm you know just blaze rock oh. all that shit so I kind of graduated and moved on and shit from there but now I feel you on what you're saying though because it's just like you know, if you don't make the money you know, as much as I love sample I know shit you know I would get hit with so many fucking <laughs> like you know right. publishing things and taking away and all that other shit it's like well if I'm gonna keep all the shit you know keep my rates and all that shit I might as well just make everything original which isn't hard you know, it's just, you know, it's just things just like getting back in the habit of doing it more, more or less. Right. Right. But, um, but there's something so fucking fun about sampling though. That's what I'm saying. Like it really is tight as fuck to go to fuck it, to sample, to listen to old records, you know, find those moments, those really dope moments, the moments where instruments are singled out and left to right channel. Oh man. Yeah. I'm going to say, I'm, I'm just saying like, I, I love doing that shit. I don't do it as much anymore, but I appreciate and respect and fucking love the the art of sampling so much. I think it's one of the dopest parts of hip hop music. Nice you shit. We wouldn't have it without. We wouldn't have hip hop if we weren't for sampling. Let's just keep you honest. <laughs> I know, dude. 
It's crazy, bro. It's crazy if you think about it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. So how come you moved, man? Why Why are we on the phone and not in person, man? Oh, oh. oh man. I won't... <laughs> I can't really get into it uh, all the way right now, but I'm originally I'm originally from uh, Minneapolis, which is where I am, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, So basically, I needed to come back here just for a few months to deal with some shit. Um, I hear you. You uh, Are we gonna see you in another battle in the future still? You'll see me. Yeah, I'll be back when I'm when I'm coming back. You'll know I'll be there. I'll be up in that. Nice. Don't even trip. I was tripping, dog. I was tripping. Well, don't, dude. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, question. <laughs> so, so, actually, well, I have another yeah. question for you. So, um, with the thing, with your kind of style, like, I'm hearing all types of different things, man. You know, uh, on top of you just making um, beats, man, do you also maybe, like, engineer or doing... That's kind of the thing I've been kind of seeing, like, more producers just engineer their own stuff. No. Kind of like, I you know, I do a little bit with, like, myself and FL, or if I need to do something final for whatever reason, of course, Matt gonna do it. But, you know, but because right. I trust Matt. But I'm just saying, but <laughs> outside of that, do you, like, do your own, maybe, like, engineering, like, when you need to? Or do you kind of just trust someone like an engineer or, like, a professional mixer or something like that to do it for you? Um, well, thus far, any, I mean, any music that I've self-released has been mixed by myself. Uh, I guess you say I handle all my mixing and engineering. Yeah. Um, okay. I don't, I, a couple things. I feel like for me, I don't really trust other engineers and this is not, this is not like a diss to any engineers. It's just like, I personally, I think I'm super particular about how I want my shit to sound. Oh, yeah. So, like, every, because there's so many tiny little details, I like to just, you know, tweak each every. Yeah, if you're able to get the shit done yourself and you don't need a conduit from from you to something else, you know what I mean? That could be like, yeah, fuck the middleman. You don't need to do that shit. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. For sure. But sometimes, though, like, you bring your shit to get mixed, because I've seen this happen before on other tracks that I've had rappers on that I've gotten mixed. And they'll do some shit that you're just like, I don't know how the fuck they did that, but they made the kick sound so good and hit so hard, you know? So, man, there's there's sometimes I want an engineer and then there's sometimes I don't, but... Um, do you ever get your stuff mastered like, by somebody else? Um, no, I, I, no, I don't even really know what the fuck mastering... Like, I know what mastering is, but like... Well, maybe like you know, uh, so you send your stuff off to, to somebody else to master and uh, see if it like makes your kick set the way you want or something like that. That's what I'm saying, bro. I should probably do that shit, man. Sure, I should probably do that shit. You <laughs> give it a try. You definitely should. Yeah, I want. I was gonna say, um, yo, I kind of feel like in 2018, mixing is almost a part of like producing. Absolutely. Like, I feel like the mix is damn near like a part of the beat like an artistic part of the beat absolutely you know what i mean yeah mm-hmm. I, I believe it's like, interesting right i believe as a producer man like i believe you should know some basic form of engineer or mixing or just just because you know so for the soul fit just like how, how i met just say if you able to get it done yourself do it yourself you know what i'm saying don't don't need to kind of do it but of course you know like if you need something professional sounds fucking amazing like what matt or carter anyone sperm pro or anyone else any other studio would do then yeah spend the money and invest the time and you're gonna be good but other than that i mean i say just as a producer it's just good to at least know some basic stuff i would think just just basic small stuff just to help you out Absolutely. Oh yeah, man. I say learn as much as you can, man. It's all one and the same. Like any, it's all good shit, man. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's all. That's all I got. <laughs> and then, Robert, do you uh? So since you know, do you uh watch any like tutorials or anything like that just on YouTube on like your spare time? I know I do. I know a lot of other people do or anything like that. Do you kind of tend to do that just because, like you say, you are like a student of yourself in music? So do you kind of do that from time to time? Just learn stuff randomly like on the internet or you just been just going off what you know all this time? I think that I think I should look up more tutorials. Most of the time I just kind of explore on my own and, mm. you know, maybe I'll look things up here and there. But mm. um, I don't look at stories that much, but I feel like I should look at them more because 
There's just a wealth of fucking knowledge on YouTube, man. It's crazy. YouTube universe. There's also some bad. There's some bad knowledge, man. Because I looked up a video the other day. It was like how to mix trap beats, and this dude was making some poor choices. And I was like, ah. Oh, <laughs> so poor like, choices. In my opinion, in my opinion, you know, but. <laughs> Yeah. So you should make a how to make trap how to mix trap beats tutorial and um, see how many views you can get. <laughs> right, yo, low low key. I wanna. I've, I've been thinking about doing some type of like YouTube. There, there you go, bud. You too. You should, man. I mean, like you say, you like you said kind of earlier. You were like so comfortable in their field, like you know how to do a lot of shit in their field. So why not just right. say fuck it, just do like a FL tutorial on some FL tutorial for dummies I don't know shit yeah how do you do uh, the piano right, roll slides no. right that's what I'm saying bro I might I might do it man cause uh there's been many instances I've been with people and like I'll, I'll show people how to do shit in Fruity Loops I'll be like oh you don't know how to do this let me show you how to do this type shit and it's like man like I could probably put this shit on YouTube fuck yeah get mon- yeah. and get that shit monetized man get paid hell yeah get that right. shit monetized you know what Oh, man. oh yeah! Hey man, so this uh, delay is wild because I say some and then and then you guys laugh like like three <laughs> seconds later. And it's like, well, I'm gonna hopefully edit it so that sorry we, viewers, we sound really cool or maybe not. Maybe I'm just gonna leave it awkward so that it, it, hey everybody, Google's tripping right now. Uh, they got us looking like dumbasses. Uh, it's all good. We're gonna figure it out in the future, but for right now, uh, Google's fronting. They're fucking super fronting. We're we're like. It's like uh, 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 it's like on like the local news when they're in the news studio and they're like, we go to Jim who's live on the scene, Jim, and they cut to Jim and he's like, "Hi, Bill, I'm here on the scene." <laughs> like with that extra delay. Oh, so, anyway, I try and anticipate you talking or not talking, and and then make uh, points uh, in, in conjunction with that, but it, it does not seem to be working out so great. But this interview is going so well, <laughs> even with the delay. This interview is so so great. I'm still I'm still love this interview so much. This is good. This is pretty good. No, I feel like this is good. No, I'm satisfied. <laughs> delay or no delay, we we got shit popping. All right. Yeah, potato right. potato. Right there we go. <laughs> Tomato, tomato. Exactly. Hey. There you go. So, where does somebody find you if they're uh, they're like super into how this delay makes you sound? They're like, this is the best producer I've ever heard in my life. This late, uh, uh, can I can I catch you on the internet? What do they do? They're, yeah, so they can hit me up and be like, dude, could you make a YouTube tutorial about how to make that delay? Uh, <laughs> fucking, uh, Corey Grimberg, man, look me up. That's my name on every every platform. Every social media, uh, C O R Y and Grindberg, G R I N D B E R G. It's kind of a whack name. I think I might, honestly, I might change my name soon. I don't, I don't know. Corey Grindberg is kind of a whack name. Oh man, really? But, I, I've, I'm, I'm, you know, the, I, I roll government names. So, you know, I feel like sometimes we're just like, we do. are government named. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think Sawicki is pretty fucking sick, though. Oh I yeah. I, I feel like Grindberg's pretty fucking ill. I so. Hell yeah. <laughs> Grindberg is. Like, yeah, somebody just, told me that Grindberg makes me. Oh, they said Grindberg makes them think of like a, uh, like a rich Jewish teen. I was gonna say a, a, uh, like a double O seven villain. Or, <laughs> or just like you know, just or just respell your last name just in like some cool ass shit. You know what I mean? Just so that way it's not just you. Uh, I don't know. You could flip the first letter with, and the last Matt. letter and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what would happen. Do a bunch of fucking like Z's and and uh, threes. Take and all the vowels anyway. out. Right. And yeah. Then people start oh, saying. Oh God! Grimberg. No. Yo, that trend is. I mean, sometimes that shit is so wack. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. Taking man. the vowels out, like why? Oh, did you guys do that? I hope I'm not like dissing some shit that you guys did. Oh yeah, and then turn your A's like, into you V's. The out. By the like, way, A's and V's, right? Oh god, no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, hey. So yeah, just do it if uh, you want. It's, uh, I, I ain't hating. It's C R Y G R N D R B R G. No, no, no. It's okay. It's M A T T. I'm just playing. This is a really um, relaxed uh, wow. ending to this whole podcast. Yeah, yeah it is. 
And you've reached the shit talking part of the podcast. We have reached the yeah. shit talking part. Yeah, the shit. Yeah. Oh shit. Hold on. Oh, Corey just fell. <laughs> I lost my headphones. Oh. Oh man. Oh man. Well, I think that's about it, man. I think we've hit the end uh, of, of this time. Pretty much, man. I mean, you gave us some great wealth of knowledge and some great, great information, man. We, we truly do appreciate. Uh, the last thing I'm yeah. going to ask you is pretty much, um, do you have any final thoughts, advice, words of wisdom you want to get to the good people out there? I would love uh, to, at some point, if, if it's cool... Do the podcast again, but be in the studio. Yeah, absolutely. So that way, that way, it's more accurately timed with the jokes <laughs> and the and the uh, um the shit. Uh, other than that, no. Fucking everybody, check my shit out on SoundCloud, Corey Grinder. You know what I'm saying? The name is going to be on the title of the podcast, yes. probably. So you'll be able to absolutely. use that. To spell it on your search engine, I'm probably the first thing that comes up. Check my shit out. I might change my name, and but you should still check my shit out. You know what I'm saying? Get it now before he changes his name. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because once I change my, that's gonna suck. Because you're gonna listen to this and be like, "Fuck, man, that Corey Grindberg used to be uh, so anyway. cool." The artist formerly. <laughs> <laughs> I like laugh at your jokes, and you can't hear me laugh, man. Oh man, but no. Nah, anyway, but uh, for real, yeah. man. Thank you so much again for uh, coming on the show, man. No man, I, I said, <laughs> I appreciate you know for real. You just coming on the show like you have been, man. And uh, thanks for taking for the time real. out, bud. Thanks for living in the delay land. Yeah, you've been living in delay land, man. <laughs> and and, but I'm delay land has taking the time. The Taking fucking the delay time. land, Jesus, um, <laughs> dude! You guys are the best, man. Yo, real shit. Thank you guys for having me. Um, and you, you guys are dope as shit, and you do good things, and I, I appreciate everything you guys do. Fresh Produce is is fucking awesome. Suburban Pro Studios is awesome. Keep fucking and Fruit of the Boom is awesome. Keep the fucking boom, doing these good things, you guys. Boom. Much respect and love. Thank the you, fucking man. boom, dude. Awesome, man. Well, to everybody out there, man, I'm Matt Sawicki. It's my man right here. JBJR. Yeah. And this has been another episode of Fruit of the Boom. Check us out every Monday. Fruit of the Boom podcast is available at freshproducestl.com slash fruit of the boom yeah we're also on itunes stitcher google play mixcloud we're on all those things and also uh catch us every first wednesday down at the monocle in manchester and taylor for fresh produce stl and look out for some great great episodes and things from us in the future so fresh produce fresh produce so we will holler at y'all later man see y'all next episode and peace. peace bye